Welcome to Campus Tales, a podcast series brought to you by the ISB admissions team. Get ready to immerse yourself in the captivating world of the Indian School of Business through the voices of our current PGP students. Campus Tales is the podcast series to gain insights into life at ISB, where dreams turn into realities and futures are shaped. Discover a treasure trove of inspiring stories, unique experiences, and valuable advice from our diverse student body. In today's episode, we have a very unique guest. You're supposed to live with chaos, you're supposed to manage chaos, and eventually the goal is that you strive with chaos. Until the day of interview, I was not very sure. Here is Ajay Shaukeen for you. Consulting to YouTube, he has done it all. He's a hustler who gets things done. He is also the Marketing and Communication Council Director for PGP Class of 2024. Um, very happy to be here. Thank you so much. And I would like to talk about uh, myself from the very early days. So most of my uh, teenage years I've spent uh, playing sports. I was a complete sportsman interested in just cricket and snooker. That's what I did for eight good years. Until I sort of uh, fell in love with commerce and business and started uh, my uh, undergrad uh, at Delhi University, Sri Venkateshwara. That is when I just spent three years doing everything but academics because that is one privilege that Delhi University gives you. So uh, spent one good one and two good years with a, one of the largest student-run communities in India, managed more than 10,000 members, used to do a lot of uh, social media influencer management work, lots of events management work. So that is when I sort of realized that I have one skill of sort of working with people and that can sort of reap benefits for me in terms of learning and sort of uh, uh, an opportunity to create a career into that. Mm -hmm. So that sort of led me to start a travel company in my college. Mm -hmm. And I ended up uh, working on that uh, com community travel uh, company for two years. And my friend is still running the company. Mm -hmm. After graduating from college, did one year of consulting with Aeon Consulting, mm -hmm. uh, rewards consulting to be very specific, mm -hmm. worked with IT uh, clients there, mm -hmm. then uh, moved on to start another uh, startup of my own, which was an edtech social media space. Mm. We uh, created a community for uh, aspiring master's uh, student, who, people who wanted to study abroad basically. Mm -hmm. And we created the whole ecosystem where we helped them getting education loans, uh, help them get uh, connected to peers, mentors, everybody. Uh, did that for one year, moved away, did one year of operations with Better Mortgage. And last one year I spent uh, working with Deloitte. Wow. So that's a very diverse work experience. I mean, uh, uh, being part of the uh, Council at the at undergrad, then you know working in the consulting side space, then operations, then startup, and having your own startup in the college itself, right? So how has this diverse experience helped you in terms of you know uh, getting uh, uh, ready for the ISB admissions process? Did it was it a, a drawback? Was it a, a you know uh, an advantage? Because a lot of people uh, reach out to us as well and uh, talk uh, say that you know should the work experience uh, in a similar uh, company should it be progressive but since you come from a very diverse background with different uh, jobs what learnings you got from them and how did it help you in get uh, the admission process uh, getting into an mba was a decision which was sort of postponed since a few years and last one year i spent uh, completely on the gmat prep and the admissions uh, the application part of isb mm -hmm. i think i didn't connect any dots until uh, the interview and the conversion i was putting in a lot of different inputs just hoping for the right output, the admissions, the admission conversion. And until the day of interview, I was not very sure because the competitive poolness of ISB is very high. People have done amazing uh, mm -hmm. work before coming to ISB. 
and I just realized the skill that I gathered that came out very beautifully in the interview. Mm-hmm. Like the dots could connect, and mm-hmm. I mean, this is, in hindsight, I could say all of that uh, connected, but I wasn't very confident if these skills would sort of help me right. get an admit. Right. So uh, when you decided to do an MBA, right. did you have a clear goal in mind that this is what I do want to do post MBA, or did you come with an open mind like a lot of people do? That two thoughts, both of them correct, but what was your uh, thought process at that time? I mean, from the very first day since I started working, I knew that I'm making trade-offs by mm. not building depth into one profession, but by uh, sort of moving here and there. Mm. So I mean, I could see it as a strength or as a weakness, which right. I obviously all the time I was confused about what to do. Like, is this my strength or is this my weakness? Uh, but again, when I stepped into the campus, I was I am to 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 this day I'm still figuring out what is the post ISB goal. Right. I'm interested in two three very different uh, ventures. I mean uh, v- verticals of uh, business, right. and I'm hoping to get more clarity by each passing day. And I'm getting right. there. I'm I'm getting there. Right. So you talk about you know stepping onto the campus. So uh, what was your first impression of ISB, ISB campus when you first stepped in uh, here? So you know that one year of journey preparation for ISB, cutting through the interview rounds, application rounds, decision, uh, so and so forth. So what was the first impression you had when you stepped up, uh, uh, stepped into the campus? So I was a round three admit. Okay. I had one month to prepare everything. Okay. Uh, move to the new city, get uh, the education loans sorted and also move back from Gurgaon to Delhi. So uh, in one month, I couldn't talk to a lot of alum, couldn't talk to a lot of peers who were supposed to join my batch. And I came up, came with a very empty and an open mind. Uh, thinking I'll definitely be amused and intrigued every day at ISB, which is happening, which did happen in the orientation week itself. Mm-hmm. But the orientation week sort of gave me like the perfect uh, synopsis of, of what is about to come. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to live with chaos, you're supposed to manage chaos, and eventually the goal is that you strive with chaos. Right. So yeah, I mean, I came with an open mind and yeah, figuring right. out. So you said orientation week uh, was the eye-opener for you. What what point did you uh, realize that you wanted to, you know, uh, uh, stand up for the MCC director post? What was your motivation when you realize about uh, being part of that uh, that post? Uh, I mean, like we discussed, I for the last one, two years, I moved away from marketing and community roles. I moved more towards consulting mm-hmm. and operational roles. And I for the last one, two uh, years, I was looking for a gateway back to marketing. Mm-hmm. And the day I stepped in, the day I was introduced to all the positions that were being offered in GSB, it just felt like a no-brainer. I mean, this is something that I wanted to do very badly since the day I was sort of going through the description of the role. And it just fit very well with the ambitions and goals I have post-ISB. Mm-hmm. It just felt like this is something that I would want, want to go or like double down on this. And Right. So once decided, what was the journey like? I mean, is it, uh, I've, I've heard that, you know, it's a very uh, tedious process to apply. There's a soapbox and you learn a lot in the process itself, whether you make it to the post or not. Right. So can you just describe a journey of, you know, uh, your uh, getting to this uh, post at uh, ISP? Uh, it was tedious, like you said, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day you were supposed to do academics, which is after stepping out in the, I mean, st- stepping out of academics for a while, doing your professional works and going back to academics is anyway a challenge of its own. Mm-hmm. And while you're supposed to meet people every day, I mean, talk about your uh, just, I mean, your ambition of the role, what do you aspire to do? And meanwhile, not become somebody who just talks about this all the time, right. because that is when people boycott you. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, my, my approach was just to talk about, talk to people very organically, talk about their experiences, their, their, their ambitions, 
so did i i talked about what i have done what i wanted to do irrespective of the position mm-hmm. that is that is the route i sort of took and it was very challenging in terms of soapbox because mm. many activities which mm. go through the day right mm. i started my soapbox at 12 in the night mm. 10 i was supposed to present until 8 in the morning i was working on it oh so it it was a bit challenging yes right i'm sure it's a learning process as it well you learn a lot uh, in the process any memorable anecdotes from the campaign uh, for gsb uh, post this post uh uh-huh. while campaigning it got a little uh, i mean it felt like a campaigning towards mm. the end of it because the my counterpart candidate mm. was a section mate of mine mm. and we could see that there's a saltiness in the section itself and mm. which neither of uh, we created we were both talking to each other mm. all the time we were very uh, good with that mm. and uh, i think towards the end of it the i think the most memorable part about the whole journey was when once the i got elected right i was standing right right outside uh, goels mm. and i stood at the same position for the next 15 minutes and all the people that i've spoken to during the one month so far and all the friends that i made i all of them just came and met me and i was standing at one position just meeting them hugging them just being very silent and happy i mean it was a good must day have been one wonderful yeah. shot <laughs> So, uh, what are your uh, initiatives now, which you, which you have uh, you know initiated till now in the last two months, or uh, what do you plan to do as an MCC director for the coming year for the PGP cohort? Right. Uh, so initially, for the few weeks, all of the GSB directors we worked sort of as generalists because there was professional clubs and uh, social clubs election around the corner. So we were sort of working as generalists for a while. Uh, right after uh, the elections, we launched an ISB just newsletter. which is a synopsis of every term so there's lots of uh, uh, i mean let's say gyan in that right. there's also like a perfect nostalgia of every term mm-hmm. a few activities such as cross, i mean i mean just an mba edition of a newsletter mm-hmm. which and a perfect gist of the term mm-hmm. that is one thing we launched mm-hmm. second is we sort of op- we start, started uh, two new social media pages mm-hmm. which is sort of a digital yearbook for the batch mm-hmm. we are bringing all of the fun content on that page right. second uh, and further uh, we will very soon sort of start creating videos mm-hmm. a bit uh, a bit of a summary of what happens in college informally the grape wine of the college mm-hmm. and uh, we are also thinking of uh, getting together all the writings of the batch mm-hmm. and sort of publish it towards mm-hmm. the end of it right and uh, Yeah, I mean it's it's a job where you figure out, you are figuring out right, new right, stuff every day. It's very interesting uh, right. portfolio, but seems like a lot of work. It is. So how do you manage your academics along with your work as MCC director and maybe other responsibility, other activities on the campus? So it's it's basically a trade off. You have to just pick and choose a few things which you want to do and you will be able to do and just sort of completely banish a few activities. So I like I told you, I used to be a very active. a sportsman but here mm. i've chosen one sport and i can't sort of give time to that sport every mm. day i just go there mm. play one day of uh, one day in the week mm. and then uh, yeah it's one of the trade offs mm. uh, so academics and my work are the two priorities and just trying to balance it every Right. So day. yeah, I mean the uh, listeners of the podcast, I'm sure, have a view that ISB is a rigorous program per se. Plus, to have uh, activities uh, and responsibilities that you have. So, what w- would your typical day at ISB be like? I mean, something very different about academics at ISB. It's the academics are rigorously made by design, so that you you're bound to think and 
create your own i mean create your own mind mapping connect the dots because even while i mean let's say i would go to a lecture in delhi university i don't have to do any homework while going to mm. uh, a delhi university lecture mm. i don't have to prepare in terms of uh, what am i supposed to say here i have to be active i have mm. to engage in the class right so there's in strategy courses we have to do Two to four hours of reading, mm-hmm. prepare an answer, submit an answer, and come and participate in the class. Mm-hmm. So you, that takes a lot of time and effort. So I mean, it's constantly either putting in time and your uh, mind to a very narrowed, focused subject, mm-hmm. and then also at parallel, just sort of getting, getting things done sometimes. Right, right, right. So, uh, any notable differences in teaching methodology that you have noticed between your undergrad and at ISB? uh i mean we can talk about the timelines i mean yeah. what i would ideally put i mean take away from a one semester six months of a, of a, some somewhere else i mm. take away the similar things in six weeks at isb the diversification of subjects you dr- learn regression model one day the other day you'll go back and learn about maslow's hierarchy theory next day you'll learn about marketing distribution mix right. so yeah, i mean which is where the lectures have, hasn't stepped in you're mm. still learning about generic things and i mean it's as diverse as one would expect sure 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 so i also heard from your uh, friends that you know you uh, have uh, received a fellowship from nas academy for 3 months what is it, uh, that about and uh, you are also youtube uh, create content creator prior so did it help you in any way i, I it became a very interesting part of my uh, interview also it did help me yes and uh, in terms of uh, i mean it it fits in my career goals of stepping into the mm-hmm. content sort of community but yeah coming back and talking about the uh, fellowship it it's uh, run by a company called nas academy which is run by one of the largest facebook creators they typically help content creators step up their game and sort of develop a global reach mm-hmm. and this was one of the fellowships they launched in partnership with mx takatak which is a short format mm-hmm. content creator in india it was supposed they were supposed to pick 25 uh, content creators and mm-hmm. So, sort of double down on their skills and help them build their own communities and eventually we helped mx takatak on board a few different types of creators and sort of help them grow right so it did help me i it was 3 months of rigorous content training we used to build videos in all shapes and forms right and yeah we, we were being taught by international uh, content creators great seems interesting i mean a lot of learning there uh let's now move to the rapid fire round please uh i'll ask you five questions and uh, let's uh, have some quick answers from you yep If you were to choose just one word to describe yourself, what would you choose? I choose curious. Curious, right? Top three reasons for choosing ISB. I think ISB is one of the very few schools, especially in India, which gives you a chance to experiment with a lot of things while not narrowing down on one specific skill and a broader specialization. Hmm. That is one. I could see the diversification, which the diversity which comes in into the campus and which goes out of the campus. That was one very intriguing hmm. and fascinating aspect of it. Second is the I could already tell that one year is supposed to be very rigorous by design when compared to a two year MBA. Hmm. And I mean, deep down, I just wanted to get into the grind of just doing things all the times because I knew that that I know that skill might help me somewhere down the line. Right. And yeah, I think that's sure. What moments during your GSP election would you like to relive? Um, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind meeting all those friends again for ten minutes. Great. But uh, I think I would uh, wa- I would want to uh, uh, sort of relive my soapbox. Soapbox. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I I've heard that's an intense activity. Yeah. So you were supposed to basically 
talk about uh, why you fit for the why you're the one who's fit for the role and what do you plan to do if you're getting elected and all of that is supposed to be done in 5 minutes so five it's minutes. just it gives you the sort of the right perfect balance for you to think and bring out your perspective yes. right what's your favorite spot on the campus uh I mean, suddenly it's my court because I it's very I I wait for the day to end and just me to reach there and sleep. But I also like the LRC library. LRC library, yeah, that's one of the I mean favorite places for me too. Yes. What is the craziest thing that you've done so far in the campus? I think uh, it could be. So I, we were basically doing an assignment. Uh, we finished the assignment up in four in the morning, and then we were supposed to be in class, present the assignment at eight. But we ended up leaving the campus, going for a breakfast at five six, and then we came back, played a sport, and then went to the class directly. Okay, so okay. That could be one. <laughs> that's interesting. I mean, round the clock lifestyle. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, any parting advice you'll give to the uh, PGP aspirants for this year who are currently listening to this uh, uh, podcast? uh i think uh, th- there's endless advice out there uh people or people before coming to isb make a lot of plans as to what they would want to do in this one year and what they would expect after one year already in 2 3 months that i've spent there i can already see people have changed their plan of action their course that they were supposed to take take and uh, so i mean come with an open mind but at the same time narrow down three four aspects of the skills that you would want to pick up so mm-hmm. i knew that i wanted to do double down on my communication and my writing aspect mm-hmm. so i've start i am part of the literary sig mm-hmm. and i'm doing uh, marketing and communication mm-hmm. council so these these two things i was very clear about mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm very open to a lot of new things so mm-hmm. business technology club i have not been a very uh, core member of the product management mm-hmm. uh, world outside so mm-hmm. this is one thing that i was very intrigued and i'm open to learn that similarly just be open but at the same time just have like a larger vision of what do you want to take away Mm-hmm. and meanwhile your day to day activity will be very uh, different from what you would expect mm-hmm. and just i mean enjoy and stay right enjoy. right perfect so uh, ajay thank you for being the part of this podcast it was lovely speaking to you and i'm sure the listeners have got a lot of insights into their uh, admissions journey for this year and thank you once again for being part of the show and thank you audience for tuning in and look forward to seeing you again in the next episode thank you so much glad to be here